said that the love of a pretty girl was the only thing in this whole wide world that mattered. Hi there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Cloud Based Mayhem. Got a great show for you today. A uh, lot of people have been wanting me to talk to Damien Lacaz. If you don't know that name, uh, you should. And if you, but if you don't, you you'll be psyched to do after this show. He was Antoine Gerard's partner on that huge bivy those guys went and put down uh, this summer in the Pakistani Himalaya, uh, flying through some really seriously rad terrain, uh, the Trango Towers and Broad Peak, and uh, they did a, some mountaineering on that. It's awesome, awesome story, and I uh, really appreciate him giving it to us. So uh, before we get to that, though, a couple little bits of housekeeping. Um, we, there's a race coming up down in Valle, right before Menarca. If you haven't been to Valle before, you need to get down there. It's amazing. Uh, but Menarca filled up pretty quick, and this is you know, but this is a good reason to go down. Uh, Marco's race, Marco, I had on the on the podcast a while back. He is a Czech pilot. He's also in the X Alps this year. It's his first go at the X Alps. Uh, really awesome pilot. He won the Menarca last year on a ENC glider. Um, but he <clears throat> last year was the inaugural what's called the XC Sky Race, which is really aimed at just the best XC pilot. Uh, they have a really cool scoring algorithm that co- that combines. Um, X contest, but also your 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 wing classification, and uh, how fast you fly, and you're basically just rewarded for going big and getting home. So putting up the best points, uh, so you can definitely win this thing on like an ENB glider. Super fun, very casual, uh, great way to get warmed up for the Monarca. Much less stressful than kind of race to goal comps. It is the sixth to the twelfth. It's like 200 bucks, super cheap. They did a great job last year. He used to refine the scoring system a bit to adjust for uh, the different wings and uh, it's just going to be a blast. There's three, as I know, I think there might even be more than that, but there's at least three X-Alps pilots in it. Uh, myself, Will- Willie Cannell and Marco himself, the, the race director. So great opportunity to fly with some some good pilots and get a lot of mentoring and get used to VIA and get all warmed up for the Monarchas. So go to xcskyrace.com, check that out and uh, sign up if you can. The second bit of housekeeping, um, it's been a long time this morning with uh, the Foundation for Free Free Flight uh, with Jane, who took it over a little while back um, after the hang gliding episode we did, uh, and David Glover, uh, they put me in touch, and I've been working with the Foundation for Free Flight for quite a while because of the last two X-Alps campaigns, they've been super supportive for hang gliding and paragliding competitions, uh, the world's teams. But also, their their biggest work by far is site preservation and safety. And a lot of people just really don't know what they do. This is a totally separate branch from Ushba. Um, Jane actually used to run Ushba. But those of you who fly in North America, uh, especially those of you who fly in the States, um, please go check out their website. Just Google Foundation for Free Flight. And if you can, in this holiday season, if you can bump them a few dollars, uh, they do really, really, really important work. Their entire staff is volunteer, um, and they keep most of the of our precious sites open uh, around the country. So they do very, very important work that a lot of people don't know about. And uh, in this tis the giving season, uh, they could use some some dollars for sure. And uh, I promise you, they're they're just fantastic people doing wonderful things, and they're making it possible for all of us to uh, enjoy our sky crack addiction. Uh, 
Okay, let's get to the show. Damien Lacaz, uh, he was Benoit Outer's uh, supporter. I'm not saying Benoit's last name, right? I'm probably not even saying his first name, right? But uh, those of you who watched the 2017 X-Alps, you know that only two people got in, Kriegel and Benoit. Uh, what I didn't know, it's unbelievably fascinating, they're actually not allowing this in 2019, but Damien flew every single flight with, uh, with Benoit. Uh, so clearly a super talented pilot. Uh, he kind of got the best of all the worlds of, of the X-Alps. He didn't walk on the roads, but he did every hike with Benoit and he did every flight with Benoit, including day two. Those of you that watched that race and we talk about this in the show, um, some terrifically strong North Fern going from the south side over across, or sorry, from the north side over the south side. Uh, I watched Benoit go, coming down through the canyon and landing on a backside of a cliff in the trees and he actually got a little bit hurt doing that and and I was wondering who was right with him and that was that was Damien. So very, very talented pilot, lives in southern France in the Maritime Alps. Um, and kind of near Briançon and in that race uh, or just before the race got to know Antoine Girard who on that exact same day day two got really hurt trying to launch in those very dicey conditions and wasn't able to keep going but uh, Antoine got healed up and uh, went back you know as you all know he broke the eight, he was the first person to break the 8,000 meter record I think two years before that flying over Broad Peak so he got a good look at the Himalaya and got a look, good look at that whole zone and uh, desperately wanted to go back and so those guys became friends at Cooper Car and uh, well the rest is history that 1500 km uh, incredible bivy uh, some pretty wild mountaineering some cerebral edema uh, and the very first day Antoine lands super hard because you're landing you're flying very very high there and you're landing very high so you're flying really fast and he thought he broke his ankle and uh, they you know Damien really thought the expedition was over and Antoine just powered through as he does so yeah tough dude uh, I won't tell you anymore you're gonna love this story uh, I appreciate Damon fighting through it in his non-native language but uh, we had a blast doing this and I think you're gonna really enjoy it so Without further delay, please enjoy this conversation with Damien Lacaz. Damien, uh, so great to have you on the show. I really appreciate it. I, I just read your your three uh, incredible articles. I, I mean, I did the translation from French to English with Google, so I'm sure it loses some of its uh, some of its articulation. But it was a it's amazing story, and I, I can't wait to talk to you about the the big Volbiv trip you did with, with, uh, with Antoine, my friend Antoine, it's, he's been doing some amazing things lately. Before we get to, uh, Pakistan and your, your big expedition, I'd, I'd love to just ask you, uh, about the, uh, briefly about the X-Alps. You were Benoit's supporter in the, in the race in 2017, and you were the only other team to finish other than Kriegel. And I, before we started recording, a couple of days ago, you mentioned that you did uh, quite a bit of flying with with Benoit in the race. I, I wonder if you could just tell us a little bit about your experience in the X Alps. Thank you, thank you, Gavin. Um, in first, um, I think normally uh, next uh, uh, cross country mag uh, will publish uh, an English article. Oh, great! I don't know when. Uh, I think the the next one. So uh, we, it's a shorter article, uh, a bit shorter, but uh, it's uh, quite uh, the same. Then uh, for uh, a preview, preview six help with Benoit, 
Well, uh, in 2016, uh, when Benoit was selected, I just sent uh, him uh, an SMS for congratulate uh, him. He responded to me, uh, do you come with me? I'm looking for a, a pilot for, for fly with me. So he had uh, already uh, all the supporters, the assistant for, for drive and for cooking and the other things. It, it was interesting for me to do this race, but only the good, uh, the good things. Only fly or, or walk in the mountain <laughs> and no run in, on, on the, into the shower and uh, in the flat roads. So, uh, <laughs> perfect. It was like the, it was like the perfect X Alps experience. <laughs> yeah. So I said, I said yes, and um, and uh, we do, we did that. Uh, I I flew with him uh, uh, every day. So, uh, and I walk in the mountain every day. Yeah. Only when Benoit walks uh, on on the road, I I stay in the in the car and uh, help him to to eat and to to know uh, where where he uh, he go. And were you and, uh, but the, were you friends before or or you just said yeah uh, yeah we were friends uh, for. Not for a long time, uh, not for a very long time, because Benoit is flying since for uh, four years, three years. He's a he's a beginner in, in paragliding. Before he was a, he was a, an ultra trailer. So he uh, and one day he he lived in Gourdon. Do you know Gourdon? Yeah, I know it well. Yeah, beautiful place. And one day uh, he he landed uh, very close to my home in in Ambrun. With a, a friend with me, and uh, I I didn't know Benoit, and um, the other guy, my friend, called called me and said, uh, "Hey, uh, could you uh, could we uh, sleep uh, in your home because uh, it's late uh, and uh, now it's night and uh, we are looking uh, a home." So he come with Benoit for sleeping in my home, and Benoit was only one year of flight, and he did the, his flight with a uh, Ux uh, three Nidjuk. Wow. Uh, and big glider. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did 160 k's. Wow! <laughs> With that amazing talent, uh, what a talented I, pilot! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a, a very, very fast prog- progression, and I, I know him like that. And uh, two, two years ago, uh, we, uh, the, the years after uh, we, and month after that, we, we fly some cross country uh, together. And uh, two years ago, he he was selected to Exalp, and uh, he proposed to me to to come with him. I said yes, and uh, I I was um, sure Benoit wanted to go uh, to this race, uh, not only for discover the race and for participate. Participate. Uh, I I know his pilot uh, qualities, and I know too uh, his uh, runner qualities, and. Uh, I, I I knew uh, it, it was um, able to to do a, a big thing uh, in this race, and uh, he did it. <laughs> what do you think? I, I we I know we I know we need to speak about Pakistan, but just because I'm such an ex Alps junkie, uh, and you yeah. know I'm going back this year, and I know you applied to go back, and the, the French 
are so deep with talent, you know, with Gaspard and Antoine and uh, it, it, and Maxime. It was, you know, it, it, I, I feel I feel bad that you didn't make the team, but uh, make the X Alps because obviously you're very very well qualified, and I'm, I'm sure you'll make it in in 2021. But you know, what what do you think was the real um, what what was what made your success in the race because you know for a rookie and someone who hadn't been flying very long i mean obviously very good pilot and uh very strong physically but uh, you know it's it's challenging for a rookie team to to come in second yeah. uh, what do you think was the reason for your success it's like um i think it's like uh cross country competitions uh i me i uh, i compete in PW, pwac mm -hmm. and the, the the best pilots win but there is always chance factor yeah you know sure chance or yeah. sure and benoit is very strong in flight and uh i think with me we were the only french uh with uh, uh flight supporter i think it's a really really uh good uh help for yeah. for for be competitive and uh moreover uh, maybe we have a, a little bit chance uh yeah we were at the right right place at the right time and uh benoit we, we are very strong because all the all the night after after the flight he put he push it uh he push him to to run and to do a um, 20k uh, more uh, by foot mm. every night every, uh, every morning then on, on the morning uh, go up uh, for 2000 meters uh, up uh, and he did maybe 3000 meters by day for 10 days every day yeah plus uh, plus uh, 80k by foot uh, it was incredible yeah yeah plus he's very the, strong he, he was strong so he used his two night pass it's very important and uh, the the second one the second one perm, permit him to to pass uh, to pass in front of paul and yeah and pass in front of paul yeah because yeah. paul was paul was right in yeah. there with you guys uh after the matterhorn he was pretty tight wasn't he so um you know th this year they they damien they they've changed the rules now um and you can't you can't team fly in 2019 because that's been a complaint of some of the pilots in the past. And I think, you know, for me personally, because Kriegel has never done it, I, I've, I've always, I don't care. It, to me, it doesn't matter at all. But um, do you think, will you be, two questions, will you be supporting him this year again? Uh, and then um, what, how do you think it will affect him without having the, the team flying? Cause clearly you guys really flew well together. Um, so I'm, I'm aware of, about the new rules because, uh, Tom, uh, Tom, the Dorlodo, uh, asked me to, to do the same, uh, with him, uh, last year, uh, next year. Ah. So, and, uh, then, uh, he read the, he read the, the reglement. How do yeah, you the say rules, the, the regulations. <laughs> and he, he saw uh, it was forbidden to to have a flight supporter. Mm. So, are you going to be supporting Tom this time? Yeah. So ah. no, I I uh, Benoit asked me to to do the same, and I uh, take the time for reflection, and uh, I I uh, I said no to the two okay. guys because uh, it's too much time to yeah. To do that and uh, it's, it's uh, 
lots of time and not for me. Yeah. So it's one 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 thing. It's a wonderful experience, but uh, two, it's too much. I yeah, think, for it's, me. A, it's a I, major major commitment. Okay, one more one more ex Alps question, and then we then we switch to Pakistan. Um, day two uh, of the race. Uh, remember, day yeah. one was terrible, and then day two was a really strong north fern and very very yeah. dicey. Um, I, I had taken my night pass, so I was down with Sebastian Huber, Huber down in the because when we got to the pass that night it, or that morning, it was totally unflyable and then it started getting better and at one point I, I was down you know making my way south towards Slovenia but you know just out of that very deep canyon uh, and I turned around and I started seeing you know uh, Gaspard and Benoit and yeah. people Paul uh, flying out of that canyon it was just terrifying and they really really uh incredibly strong and very very dicey conditions um did did you fly with him there too yeah really so the, if you want to know all the history it's a, a bit funny because we walk uh, uh on the the pass you know the path yeah, with, yeah. with the lake uh, and, and with uh, the dam we, and all that we would like yeah we would like to take off on this pass and uh, when we we reach it uh we 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 saw the the wind and we 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 said uh, we said this uh, it's not possible to fly very very strong very turbulent it's yeah. a fun fun wind so we we uh, go by foot in, in flat we we don't we don't uh, go down yeah you, you understand yeah we, yeah you you, you we contour the mountain at the same altitude yep uh down down the wind to uh and we uh, we we would like to find another t- takeoff, maybe one or two k's more un- under the wind, and uh, we we thought uh, maybe it was it will be a, a bit less turbulent. So we 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 were try to to find this and probably take off, and maybe two hours or three hours later, we find a takeoff a bit. A bit uh, protected uh, mm-hmm. uh, by by the fun, but we we hesitated. It was very turbulent, very strong to take off, and uh, we we watch in the valley and and we saw the right wing of Gaspar yeah. uh, go, going down the valley at maybe eighty kph oh. uh, with the wing in in all the positions, oh. and uh, we saw hey, there is Gaspar here. And Gaspar is the uh, is uh, the only guys uh, I know who pass fun cloud in flight. Yeah, he. I was just I just recently went back and looked at the replay of of the of the race, and he 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 had taken off from way over on the south side. You know that yeah, he flew up and over the pass. Oh Jesus, terrifying! Was very late. Oof. Yeah, and so we 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 saw Gaspar. So we we said us. Ah, uh, we have to, we have to fly now. It's, it's not possible to. So I, I take off in first, and uh, because uh, it's my, it's my job. It was my job, and uh, my wing fly maybe ten meters, and uh, then nothing. My wing, my wing come uh, all, I don't know, big, big uh, fully opened, but uh, no fly, and uh, I crash in, into the gr- the grass. Maybe ten meters. Ooh. I don't know why. Uh, no collapse. No, 
Wow. So, uh, I, I was, I was okay, but I said my yeah, Nelson was uh, was uh, with us too. So I said to uh, to Benoit Nelson, okay, uh, if you want to go, uh, I I watch you, and uh, after I will decide if, if I, I try again. <laughs> so Benoit go, <laughs> Benoit go, and uh, he he chose a bad moment. I think he, he take a, a small collapse and uh, fly uh, to go in the gorge, but. Uh, he was low, very low, and in the gorge, he he going down very, very, very fast. Very fast. I uh, saw we, his whole flight. Yeah. I saw him land in the trees, and it was just and, oh uh, god. With Nelson, we were in the takeoff, and we, we can't see him. So uh, uh, we we taking off uh, together uh, just after, and uh, for us, it, it was it was better. Uh, we we go up uh, a little bit in in soaring. Uh, with the fun and uh, go in the gorge, but higher. Yeah. And uh, maybe five minutes later, I saw Benoit in landed in the gorge just behind a big, big rock uh, under the wind. And uh, he said, he said me in the, in the by radio, uh, go away, go away, don't land here. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I fly a bit with uh, Gaspar and uh, Nelson. And I land uh, just after the valley when uh, the fun is w- was uh, lighter, yeah. and I I land in back back uh, fly. Yeah. So <laughs> it was very very strong. I, and Benoit until uh, his foot uh, uh, catches the the ground, uh, he, he thought uh, he, I I uh, I'm gonna die, <laughs> gonna die all the, all the time. <sighs> so it was not a good experience. But after that, he. Um, Pierre Rivalois, a friend of of him, uh, who uh, drive drive the team uh, uh, with uh, his computer in France, call him uh, and send him. Uh, you have a takeoff at uh, six six hundred meters above you. If you want to to try again, and Benoit, walk up and try again in the fun and take off again and uh, and make a, a big flight until just. Uh, Maybe uh, twenty k's before Slovenia. Yeah, uh, just well, I. I actually was just getting ready to take off right when Benoit was coming down the canyon because I was just beyond the canyon and I'd found a little launch and it was. I had to kind of go around a corner to get out of the fern and out of this really strong wind and. And I looked back and I saw Benoit go in there. I saw him go into the, and I couldn't tell from my perspective if he was in a tree or he was okay. But I, I called the safety director, you know, the Red Bull safety director. And I said, you know, there's a lot of wings coming out of this canyon and someone's going to get hurt. This is crazy. I mean, one, I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was Gaspard. No, it wasn't Gaspard because he kept going. But one of the pilots got out of the canyon there and he was quite high. He had a, enough height to, to go quite a bit further and he just spiraled right to the ground. <laughs> he just was like, okay, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, and, it, it was me who, who spiraled onto the ground because uh, I, I oh, that was uh, you. waiting for Bud. Yeah, it was me uh, at, at the end of the, the valley. Uh, I, I landed here because uh, it was more safe. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I I have to wait in for Benoit. Ah, yeah, because I had the <laughs> same. If I was an athlete. I I I, uh, I don't I didn't uh, land here. Oh and man. Gaspar saw me, and uh, he said he said me that after he saw me landed here, and uh, he he didn't uh, understand why, and 
and uh, he, he didn't know it was me. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, man, he was he was sure having a good race until he he got hurt. It was it was fun fun to watch him. But well, amazing. I I have to hand it to you. That was uh, obviously very very good training going through the Alps for what was to come. Did did you know then during the race that you and Antoine were going to to Pakistan, or did that happen much much later? Yeah, no, uh, yeah. Um, the first time we we talked about that, it was in during the the pre week before the race. Okay, you know we have lots of time for yeah, for plenty and uh, yeah, and wait for some interview or shooting photo. So we we talked about that with Benoit, and uh, maybe we but we said uh, we can go in Pakistan by two teams of two persons or one team or three maybe it was the first time we 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 talked about that and then at the in september at the kupika benoit said us uh, i can't uh, i can come with you because uh, i'm he find a job in the bombers mm. and uh, so uh, antoine uh, was already looking for one guy so uh, I I said uh, okay I'm uh, I'm okay and uh, I I know I knew uh, Antoine a, a bit before but it wasn't a friend we we flew some XSC, XSC um, cross country flight together and we talked a bit uh, when we 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 see in competition but it, it wasn't a friend uh, before this this adventure. So tell me about the the kind of the lead up from from Koopa Car to when you when you went to Pakistan. Um, uh, you know, obviously Antoine had done the big solo journey there the year before, uh, the year before the the X Alps, and he you know, that's when he got the the altitude record uh, in front of Broad Peak, and you know they made that amazing film. Um, but when you decided to team up together. Uh, you know, was it, did you fly much together before the trip or was it mostly that winter just talking about logistics and what you would bring and equipment and that kind of thing? How did, what, what, what were you doing in the kind of between September and and June? No, uh, we, we, Antoine is a very busy guy. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, uh, we, we didn't fly a lot uh, together. Uh, between September and the departure, we just uh, organized um, a weekend, a full weekend to uh, with uh, all the equipment, uh, maybe one month before the the departure, mm. to check uh, all the details. And uh, but uh, we didn't fly uh, a lot uh, together before. Uh, but I know Antoine. I I know he's a good pilot, and he he knew me. Uh, uh, we know uh, it was not a problem, but uh, for the listeners, if you if you're not aware, uh, the day we were talking about the second day of the X Alps that was so incredibly dicey, uh, Antoine also tried to take off in a, quite a similar place uh, where yeah, where Damien was talking about. Yeah, and he got really hurt, and that was the end of his his race. So that was another question I had for you: how how was he uh, when he was? That and because I think in Koopa Car he was still pretty injured, wasn't he? And and then was he was he hundred percent by the time of your trip? Uh, Antoine, I think uh, yeah, he's he's um, he's new was uh, 
not maybe not 100 percent but uh he was good okay. he, he he could uh, yeah he, he can he, before departure he can walk uh, normally uh, he can uh take a big bag okay but uh he, he can't he can't run right right okay and uh it was the same for me because i, I had a surgery uh uh, three months before the departure, a little surgery, but uh, I, I I wasn't uh, at some uh, percent uh, too. So ah. we were two uh, two uh, injury guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, you you got you got to fly together and kind of test the equipment about a month before you went, um, but the. How did you decide on the route? Because it was it, you, you forwarded that link to me. I looked at it. It's amazing. It uh, uh, and it's in your articles, and I'll I'll point the listeners to your articles in the show notes. But well, first, had you been to Pakistan before? Was this your first trip? No, neither. Um, I, I it was my first uh, first time in Asia. Okay, first time uh, in Himalaya. Never, yeah, never in Nepal, neither. And for the route choice, I. I let Antoine uh, choose the, the main the main uh, part of the route because I, I didn't know this Himalaya and uh, I just uh, said uh, uh, said to him uh, I would like to to see Nanga Parbat and maybe to fly in Balto like you uh, two years ago. Antoine knows uh, the country because he 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 did a, a big uh, Volbiv two uh, two years ago mm. and uh, he chose. Uh, a route uh, who cross uh, cross Sahara he didn't know yet so uh, we we would like to go on in the west in the in near the afghan border because uh, he uh, he said uh, it was very nice very peace and uh, and uh, very uh, uh, forgotten forgotten mountains very um, savage uh, savage, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I like that word. Very uh, savage. <laughs> yeah, very savage. remote and. And then we we were, we want to to do um, a little. Do you know parenthesis? No. No. During the trip, we we include a mountaineering mountaineering, mountaineering. Uh, option. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mountain. Yeah, I was going to uh, I was going to ask about your 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 gear. What did you have, uh, you know, crampons, ice axe, rope? Not during the, not during the first part. We we um uh there there were uh, there was a three parts. So, so the first part is a one around 1k 1000 k's of Volbiv uh between Skardu and Karimabad. Okay. And we we decided to stop in Karimabad to 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 take some uh, food, yeah, Oppo, and uh, and to to take some rest. Sorry, yeah, and uh, and try to do a set seven thousand meters uh, mountain uh, with a paragliding approach, and to to go up and go down in two days. To uh, Karimabad to summit and summit to Karimabad in two days. Ah, okay, uh, so, okay. I I didn't quite understand that from the articles. Okay, so the first the normally, if you want to to make a, a seven seven thousand meters summit, maybe in, in classic uh, classic uh, mountaineering, you have to take one month maybe for acclimatization, sure. uh, approach, uh, porter, uh, 
the trick the trip was to to make a little revolution in in mountaineering approach and uh, to uh, land directly uh, at the bottom of the the face and uh, just uh, climb the face and take off from the summit and go going down immediately. Now, did you were, were you using your your just light normal the wings that you had flown with for the first thousand k, or did you use single surface wings like super light gear yeah, for that part? No, no, no. Because uh, from Karimabad to our uh, landing on the, the big area under the summit, we had uh, to to fly forty uh, k's across country. Forty oh. k's. So maybe two or three hours of flight. So with single surface, it, it was not possible. Mm. We 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 need uh, cross country cross cross country rings, but we we took a string harness, very light harness, and no rescue. Okay. For because we we had had to walk with uh, all the stuff after, or try to to take off uh, from the summit. In so. And uh, for alpinism uh, gear, we we have sent a bag with all the stuff in uh, to to a contact a guy uh, who who know uh, who uh, we know in Karimabad, and uh, he 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 was keep keeping the bag and uh, going uh, going back going us back uh, back when we are arrived. When ah. we arrived in Karimabad. Ah, and that did did that work? It it all worked out. So you flew. You flew the 40k to the kind of the base of the mountain or the base area, and you switched you switched out your gear, and then you did the summit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, with high uh, taxes, crampon, uh, uh, rope, and uh, and only in the bag, uh, two days of food, uh, a little tent, no no sleeping bag. The ring is a good sleeping bag, and. Uh, and the wing for flight and uh, for going down. down. And uh, w- was this where uh, Antoine got hurt? And it was, or is that later? Uh, his uncle. Uh, no, it was the first day, first landing. Oh no! Okay, so he. <laughs> yeah. W- w- and but it wasn't it wasn't broken, was it? Because I mean, in the article he said, "Oh, I think I broke my ankle." Yeah, in the first uh, on on um, first flight day. We we made a, an amazing flight uh, from Skardu to uh, the west of Nanga Parbat. We flew uh, on the the southwest of, of Nanga Parbat. Uh, do you know the yes. uh, alpinism uh, history of uh, Elisabeth Revol this winter? No, the French. Uh, no, no. Uh, it's a, a woman who who were blocked in the in this mountain from three or four days. With uh, his companion dead, and uh, with a big uh, expedition to to rescue, and uh, so we we fly just on this part of the mountain, wow. on the Nanga Parbat, and uh, and after we we land maybe forty uh, k's uh, uh, in the west of this mountain. Our first landing, maybe we flew uh, fifteen ki- kilo over the. <laughs> Uh, Over the limit. Wait, max. <laughs> yeah, and we land at uh, uh, four thousand and five hundred meters. So we land very fast uh, with without wind. So we land very fast, and then in the fir- in this first landing, Antoine brought his his uncle, uh, uh, and uh, the uncle is became blue uh, very quickly, and uh, uh, 
I don't know the name, uh, very big, mm. big uncle. He can't walk. And uh, he said me, uh, so for the next, uh, it's forbidden to walk. Now we ha we have to land on the top on the top every day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we did that. <laughs> so the the Damien, so the 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 thousand k between Scardu and and the 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 seven thousand meter climb. What was the name of that place? I, I should have the map in front of me. Uh, the Spantik. Okay. The, so, did, how much of that? So, because his ankle, uh, did you fly all of it, or were you still having to walk some? No, no. Uh, 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 after that, we we knew uh, it was impossible to walk for him. Uh, moreover, we had a very very big bag, bigger uh, because uh, we we took. Uh, 15 or 16 days of food because we, we planned to uh, not going down uh, before Karimabad. So Karimabad, he was at uh, 1,000 k's of uh, Skardu by the route. Uh, so uh, we, we, we take a, a bag uh, around uh, 35 kilos with water, very, very heavy. Oof. So we decided to don't walk or and and it was forbidden for us to to land in the bottom of the valley we we try every day to land in high altitude between 4000 and 6000 meters and for that we we uh, find a landing place very early maybe at 4 pm uh, 5 pm but, but uh, not later because we we really don't want to to land uh, yeah, you don't, in the bottom. You didn't want to bomb out. The the yeah. So uh, I, I was writing to you before when we were kind of thinking about uh, some of the podcast questions and, you know, the the two really big bivvies that I've done in Canada and Alaska, uh, you know, I never found it very reasonable to carry more than like seven days of food. How, how did you manage 16 days of food? It, like what... What gear did you have? Because that's it's a lot of weight and it's a lot of space. I, I I've just ne yeah. for me it's always been the space. It hasn't really been the weight. It's just been the the place to put it. We took the the minimum. Where we we took only for the, for one day in food. We we took uh, one deshydrated uh, pack. Okay, you know, yep, uh, yep, and. Uh, 200 grams of uh, cereal, like mostly for the morning, okay. and uh, some uh, some cereal like almonds or nuts or uh, during the day, but no more. So maybe uh, uh, 400, uh, yeah, 400 grams uh, of food dehydrated by day, no more. It's it was not enough if um, if we walked. Yeah. Okay. But, so uh, just bare minimum maybe, calories, just. Just for flying, yeah. yeah. And we, we we knew if uh, if we are forced to walk and uh, to uh, eat more, we we can going down uh, immediately and uh, find a village uh, uh, when we when we want. But uh, the the plane was to to try to reach Karimabad in one shot. Okay. Okay. So. The, how, how much bivy experience did you have um, coming into this this trip? Uh, before, uh, uh, um, for me, I I uh, did uh, only one bivy uh, fly. Before, I uh, I cross um, 
Moroccan Atlas with a friend in 2013. So you had the one bivy in the in the Atlas in Morocco, um, and yeah. and then so this was the kind of the second big one. Yeah, it's my second big one, and uh, of course the the biggest. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't and get the, much bigger than that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so how many days? Uh, how many days did it take you for the the first segment from the from the start? The first day, Antoine uh, breaks his ankle. Was it literally broken? Yeah, no, not not broken, but uh, um, I don't know the name exactly. Yeah, I think I think sprain. I, I looked at the pictures, and it was just really swollen and very very purple, and and I, I it looks like to me a sprain, which is really painful. It was a tearing of ligament. Do you ah, understand? Yeah, yeah, of course. Went, Ouch. Yeah. The yeah, it's it is it was very bad because uh, now it's uh, he's not uh, he's not in one hundred percent of. Uh, for his ankle, and uh, he said uh, he he tell to his uh, surgeon, the doctor, he want to to do the next exalt, so he don't doesn't want to to have a surgery, and uh, he have to plan a, a surgery for after the next exalt because uh, his ankle is not good. Mm, ouch! Well, so, that's uh, that's gonna be tough. Yeah, it's not, not very good. Yeah. And uh, I, I think if uh, I was uh, him at this moment, uh, I, I choose to stop the expedition. I don't know why uh, he doesn't want to stop. And, uh, I, I, I say to, to Antoine, uh, if you want to stop, it's not a problem. Don't, uh, don't go only for me. And uh, no, no, it, it was not for me. <laughs> he, he go on for, for him just because he never gave up. <laughs> wow, he's just he's strong, strong in the mind. <laughs> he's very strong because because uh, the, it's not good. For, I mean, it's one thing him. to to do the the flying, you know, all the way down to to the uh, to the climbing section. But the, once you got to the climbing section, and technical climbing is really hard on the ankle. That must have been excruciating for him. For the ascent of Spantic, uh, it, it was okay because um, it, it was maybe uh, 20 days before his, his uh, shock, his accident, okay. this accident. Okay. So the ankle was not good, but uh, uh, the, the pain uh, was supportable. And uh, he wore he were the big, big shoes, uh, big high mountain shoes. So the ankle don't move enough, mm. and they in, he walked in the snow. So it's not like uh, when you walk in the in, on a road, for example, the the foot uh, don't move enough, and uh, it was okay. Mm. Okay, and now briefly, just outline a after the climb, and and we're going to come back and do you know and get into each of these areas deeper. But so the 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 third segment uh, after. What is the name of the peak you climbed? I, yeah, sorry. yeah, uh, Spantic. Yeah, Spantic. Um, it, after that, uh, it's 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 completing the circuit, correct? It's getting back to the beginning. No, no. no. So to uh, from Skardu to Karimabad, we 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 fly uh, twelve days for the first part. Okay. In twelve days, we we were in Karimabad. Then Spantic, we had bad weather during the ascension. So we are we were forced to going down only once um, 100 meter um, 
before the summit, 100 okay. meters is maybe 30, or 30 minutes of walk. But the result was very, very bad, and uh, we were forced to do going down. Yep. And moreover, Antoine, Antoine was very uh, tired, and uh, I I didn't understand why. Uh, I I knew Antoine, and he. he He's very a very strong guy, and uh, he, he can do um, make the the track in the snow. He's too tired. It's not a normal situation. And uh, when we go down, I I see the the really uh, situation of Antoine. He, he was very very bad. He, he sleeping, he sitting down in the snow and sleeping immediately. I I was forced to um, to uh, call him for a wake up and uh, going down going down again and. Uh, after uh, doctor said us uh, he was um, making a, a cerebral how do you know oh, cerebral, cerebral edema uh, yeah no not pulmonary cerebral yeah he was sleeping always and then Ooh. in the bad weather we we, we stay two days in the snow at uh, 6500 meters on the plateau Ooh. and we we can doing uh, doing down uh, because uh, under the plateau there is only cliff and serac and uh, so we we uh, we absolutely absolutely need to take off and uh, we we are we waiting two days uh, for better weather weather oh man he was really sick i mean that's incredibly dangerous we we take off in uh, in the cloud because uh, it, it was very important to to go down and one was very bad and uh, uh, as soon as uh, the wind uh, was in the good right direction and uh, not too strong, we uh, we made uh, a route on uh, our GPS and uh, taking off uh, through the clouds. And we fly five kilometers through the clouds to go down uh, by follow the the howl in the in the GPS. And uh, after we uh, going out to the clouds and uh, saw the valley and the glacier and. Uh, and we 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 said, uh, "Oof, it's okay. Now we are safe." That was that a was that a really scary flight? It sounds terrifying. Yeah, yeah. We were after the takeoff. We were soulagé, um, white out. Uh, you couldn't see. Yeah, we were um, relieved. You know, yeah, relieved. Relieved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very happy. We are relieved. Uh, because we we were in flight, but very very scared by the clouds and the around house. We we there 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 is a lots of peaks uh, over six thousand meters, six thousand uh, meters. Mm. Yeah, and uh, you can't see them. It was very afraid to follow this harrow and and uh, don't don't know if uh, a big mountain uh, show his his face uh, oh. twenty meters. Uh, behind but uh yeah five kilometer like that is very long that's a long way that's really yeah that's that that's scary i don't know if you've seen the the opening of our alaska film but i i get stuffed into a cloud in very different circumstances but i I get cloud you know clouds suck and got up in a cloud for about 20 minutes and you you start following the arrows and trying to trust in your instruments and it's really it's a very it's very tense <laughs> to say the least yeah. it's scary you hope you don't you know you it's hope scary. you don't just suddenly run into a mountain yeah because we we haven't uh, any choice and uh, at at the moment 
when we are in, th- in that situation for two days and uh, you know you have to go down now because uh, uh, if you uh, you wait one day more maybe uh, your friend uh, can't uh, wake up uh, yeah. because uh, he maybe he dies can't, uh, eat, can't, uh, he can drink uh, he sleep uh, every day so you you said us okay i take off uh, if i if i crash in uh, in the mountain uh, tant pis <laughs> comme on dit en français yeah. uh, I, I, i will try and uh, we will see but uh, i prefer to crash on the mountain uh, in the cloud to 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 yeah then to stay then did you sit and, and die uh, Oh man. Okay, so you make it down, you get down to the bottom and and what is the third what is the the next step? What's the third segment? Going down, we are some problem with uh, police because uh, they they knew uh, we fly in the the area and uh, we haven't uh, any authorization. So we well, we take two days in the office to to regularize the situation. But uh, the, uh, police is very kindly and uh, just they explain it it was forbidden to fly without without authorization and uh, some uh, shippers in the mountains uh, we meet some shippers in the mountain they took some picture of us and uh, put on facebook and we didn't (laughs) we didn't know that (laughs) and uh, in in the hotel karimabad a policeman uh, Come, 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 and uh, show me a picture on, on his smartphone, and, and you, it was me on Facebook. <laughs> and he, he, Amazing! Is it true? <laughs> I, I think it was a tourist, and I, uh, I, I, I tell him, yes, it's me. It's nice. Uh, where do you find it? And uh, he said, me, I'm, I'm a policeman. It's forbidden to fly in the mountain. It was funny, but. <laughs> yeah, You have to be uh, careful with the sheep in Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> They all have iPhones now. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> Two days with the police for that. And after we are waiting for one week, one week uh, about bad, bad weather again. So uh, uh, we, we, have a, we made a good choice to, to try to go down by flight. Because the weather, the weather was not uh, better the next days. So uh, if, if we if if we choose choose to wait uh, on the plateau uh, on the Spantic, uh, maybe uh, we wait a very long time in bad weather. So one week later, the the weather became better, and we tried to uh, go back to Skardu, but. Uh, With uh, uh, with a visit uh, to Baltor Glacier and uh, Trango Tower K2 and uh, Broad Peak, so for that we had we had to to cross over the Spantic and to go east to Ascoli. Ascoli uh, is the last village before uh, Baltor Glacier. It's the start of every treks, every every big treks um, until uh, um, K2 base camp and. Uh, Ispar Glacier, a very famous trek in Pakistan. So we uh, we did a flight uh, over 130 k's uh, to from uh, Karimabad to Ascoli, and we landed on a on a ridge at five uh, and meters, and wait for the for a good day for try to to go in Baltor. Mm. So uh, just amazing. <laughs> the, these flights. 
connecting flight, uh, connection flight. It's very, very uh, wilderness, very savage. Uh, we, we, we are cross the Spantic, so we, uh, we have to, uh, to fly over 6,500 6, meters to, to pass under, to cross the Spantic. So it uh, and the the cloud base was very just very limited. Hmm. We are forced to to climb uh, maybe two or three hundred meters above above the cloud base to to cross the spanting. And after we going down uh, going down a big glacier, uh, maybe thirty thirty kilometers to uh, going down with no landing uh, no landing area and uh, lots of uh, lots of uh, walks days if we land. Hmm. So, yeah, all, all the maybe all the flight. If we during the trip, if we land uh, on the glacier, maybe uh, we have to walk uh, one week to to going to the first village. And with the ankle of the ankle, yeah, it's impossible. Of very complicated if if we land. Yeah. So the this part is very hard to to integrate to. To keep in mind uh, during all the flight. Yeah. So, and then, is that how many how many days was uh, from Spantic to the end? Spantic to the end. Uh, we flew one day to Ascoli. Then uh, Ascoli, we had one day of very bad weather. We spent in the tent all the day, and the day next, the day after, we go in Balto Glacier. We did uh, one tentative to, to to go to the broad peak. The uh, the, the weather and the cloud was wasn't uh, higher, so we going down. We going back at the same place and uh, uh, make another another flight. Uh, so three days, and after we going back, maybe five days, five days. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Five days to. to Finish the trip. Wow! And tell tell me just briefly about your gear. Um, obviously, you had the different gear when you did the climb, but what wing, what harness, uh, what other different things that maybe wouldn't be obvious, uh, like the, the difference of the what you had in Morocco and the Atlas versus what you had in the Himalaya. Yeah, in Morocco, I had the. Um... I think you don't know this brand, uh, Nervure. It's a French French brand of uh, paragliding. It's make the last uh, brand uh, who make his paraglider in France. Okay, so that's the last one. And uh, for for Pakistan, I had the uh, Advanced Glider Omega XL2. Antoine had the uh, um, Ozone Glider because uh, he's annual sponsor, yep. so he keep his. Uh, LMC six, and for harness, uh, for us, the only harness who permit to uh, transport uh, all this stuff and uh, maybe ten days or more of food, uh, it's um, the Colibri Cortel Colibri because uh, the the backpack is very uh, large. You can uh, remove the back protection and the the ass protection to put a sleeping bag, tent, uh, water. Uh, you can, I don't know, maybe you can put inside uh, maybe 80 liters of uh, stuff and of gear. Mm. So if you, mm. for that, it's very, very, very good harness and very robust too. Yeah, they did. And uh, yeah, and for uh, alpinism uh, material, we had a Petzl gear, 
very light uh, ice axes and uh, pulley. I don't mm-hmm. know the name in English. Pulley. Mm-hmm. You, uh, harness too. Uh, harness for climbing. It was pedal. Yeah. Uh, and for the rescue, we had uh, two uh, two companion by Advance, companion SQR light. Okay, okay, that, that's a round. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a, no, not a round. It's a, uh, an hybrid between a, a square and round. Okay, okay, but not not a steerable. It's a very lightweight. Yeah, it's a. Uh, 90, 70, 90, 170 grams, uh, okay. up to, uh, 100 kilos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like a, like an X Alps uh, reserve. Um, yeah, yeah. when you think back now on the trip, uh, obviously there was like the ankle and, and Antoine getting sick, which is really scary, but, and I know this is difficult. Uh, you, you did a very good job of this in the article. I know it's difficult in, in English, but can you tell us, like the the high moment of the trip and the low moment of the trip. Yeah, definitely. I think the low moment was on um, um, on the Spantic, uh, on the stand where we 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 sleep uh, two first night under the storm and uh, we found one uh, in very bad situation. So it was yeah for me it was very difficult because uh, I I asked me. Uh, Always, uh, what is gonna happen now? Uh, if uh, if Antoine can't uh, can take off, uh, what can I do? Uh, can I uh, let he here, let him alone here to to call uh, rescue? Uh, can I uh, can I uh, stay with him? I, I I so for me it was very difficult. It's from it was the low lowest point, and the better. The higher point. Uh, there is some, lots of good, very good moments, and uh, but uh, the higher for me, it when we flew above uh, Triangle Towers on Baltoro Glacier, but because before par- paragliding, I, I, uh, I were, I was a an alpinist and um, a climber, so uh, for me, Triangle Towers, it's a legend, <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> And uh, it's a legend. It's inaccessible uh, mountain, uh, very, very huge uh, granite uh, tower. And to fly over that, we just, just uh, when in pulling the pulling the handle uh, and uh, and terminating some uh, some ascendance, it, it was crazy. Yeah, it was so easy. It was incredible. Hmm. And. Um, the broad peak too, but for me, the better better moment uh, was just the triangle towards. And tell me about the tell me about the flying because it's you know I I have often heard I, I spent some time with John Sylvester who's you know done a lot of flying in in Pakistan in the Himalaya and you mentioned in your article that you 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 frequently had climbs that were you know, as strong as you can get in the world, really. I mean, we, we get, we get 12 and 13 meter climbs here in Sun Valley on a really big summer day in in the Rockies. And that's, that's quite unusual, but it sounded like that was pretty common. Um, but was it, was it scary flying or was it, because I've, I've heard that the, the flying and it can be quite soft. It's quite nice. I mean, strong thermals, but they're nice. Is that true? No. Uh, before before the trip, Antoine said me, uh, "You will see um, 
thermals are, are very very uh, strong but very large and smooth it's it's cool mm. and uh, at the first flight we we see uh, that's not the same uh, than two years ago the thermals are very strong but not cool uh, a bit like in Mont- in Swiss mountain you know yeah, uh, sharp uh, yeah but it's it was not worst of uh, like uh, Swiss maybe a bit strong, very strong thermal, the, the stronger uh, I have never seen. But no, it was not dangerous. It was uh, well, like in mountain, but uh, in big mountains, so big thermals. <laughs> and <laughs> so, yeah, every day we, fly, we flew in 10 meters 10 meter by second thermals every day. Wow. Uh, for the first day, it's very impressive and uh, but uh, after two days we, oh it's normal and when we we turn in a, in a four meters by second you you said you you said uh, uh, okay go away <laughs> it's, it's nothing <laughs> that, that's yeah, a bad yeah. climb <laughs> all, all the um, the proportion of the mountains and thermal are the same it's the same proportion but all is biggest so uh it's not uh when we you, you, you adjust. when we see mountains, you 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 say you can say, uh, oh, it's like the Alps. It's the same valley uh, mountains. It's not very high. Um, the proportion are, are equals, but in fact, all is very very big. When we cross a valley, uh, about ten minutes, you 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 look at your position and and you say, oh, I'm not in the middle of the valley yet. It's very long, but <laughs> <laughs> you you saw that when we try to cross it. But if you if you saw just the valley in a picture or just a, a look, you you think it's a, a classic valley like in the Alps. But is uh, is very very big. But it's the Terminal it's is, the Rhone times ten. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, and uh, for the the thirteen meters by second, this day was particular. It, it I think with um, after the after the the trip, I think the, this day was uh, the day of the year. It it was um, re- really really uh, perfect, an amazing day. Uh, uh, at ten a.m. Uh, we 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 were we fly uh, over six thousand meters at ten ten a.m. Oh, and God. The, the, yeah, and the thermal became strong and strong and strong. Then twelve and then thirty meter by second. And we, this day we reached um, seven thousand ninety. Uh, sorry, nine uh, ninety uh, seven thousand nine hundred. Yeah, uh, but above. Above small mountain, not above uh, eight thousand meters. We we flew above uh, 500, uh, five hundred five thousand meters mountains. It was incredible. On this day, I think if we were on K two area, I it's sure we 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 made uh, maybe eight thousand four hundred or five hundred. It was very 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 good day. Wow! But uh, yeah. The, the um, you know, Matt Wilkes has done a lot of really interesting study on on high altitude flying and what it does to your your physiology and your mind. And um, obviously, with the 
you know, with Antoine getting pulmonary uh, uh, cerebral edema, not pulmonary, but cerebral edema and at the very least extreme altitude sickness, um, that was, you know, I would imagine most likely, you know, after the long rest down in the valley and because of the physical exertion of, of flying. But um, you, you guys didn't have the space or the capacity, obviously, to have oxygen. It's too heavy and you can't fill up every day. How did how did you approach that? How did you deal with not having oxygen? Because also when you when you fly that high without oxygen it's it's also very cold and oxygen helps you stay warmer so i i imagine the cold was must have been fierce yeah so um, acclimatization was a big uh, concern on particularly particularly on the first days of flight so for for first days we we said said us uh, to don't fly above uh, five thousand meters, maybe five thousand and five hundred. And uh, we we spent two days at four thousand meters in bivouac because uh, the weather was not good. Mm. And uh, so we we try to to fly not very high, but our first first flying day uh, the the weather uh, was uh, very good on the first day. So first thermal we go up at six thousand. Six, uh, six thousand meter, <laughs> and we we say, oh shit, it's it's too high. And, uh, <laughs> we we can't we can't uh, talk. It was too difficult to talk, and we we have to uh, respire uh, between each words. <laughs> so the first day it was very very complicated, and we were very concentrated to our conscience and to our respiration, and after. The first uh, first bivouac when Antoine Antoine broke his ankle, we sleep at uh, four thousand and five hundred. The day after was a bit better, and day and day after uh, after maybe six or seven days, we flew uh, over seven thousand meters without altitude because we just go up in the thermal and and going down. Uh, in the next transition so uh, the time spent uh, in over 6000 meters was not very long and mm. it was okay mm. but on the spantic we we spent a very long time at this altitude and we we made a physical effort and uh, i think our organism uh, are where we are not uh, we are not uh, train, training training for that and uh, it was very difficult, uh, very difficult, more difficult than than the flight at the, the same altitude. Mm. When you when you look back at it, uh, you know when you, I mean, it's just it's almost seems impossible to compare, you know, a, a bivy in the Atlas Mountains, which are big and beautiful, amazing place. I've done quite a bit of flying there too, and and the and the Alps, you know, your home, which is incredible um but then the the scale like you spoke about in in Pakistan and the Himalaya is so much bigger was it uh w- was it <laughs> mostly just awesome and you know like wow i can't believe i am here or was it a little was there quite a bit of fear too like my god it's this is maybe maybe bigger than uh i, I mean did you feel confident uh going there and in, in the in the first days or was it just really scary 
uh, all, all the days after each flight, I, I thought, uh, wow, it was a flight of my life. And each day, the next day, I, <laughs> I, I thought the same, the same thing. Wow. Because oh, all the days, it, it was more and more impressive and more uh, huge mountains and a huge flight. But uh, we were not, not afraid uh, when, when the conditions were, were good, it was cool to fly here. Just you, you have to keep in mind uh, it's forbidden to, to uh, add an accident, uh, forbidden to land uh, on the bottom of the valley on a glacier. And you, you try to keep high every, uh, every time. Mm. But it's not, not very afraid. Uh, two days on the west of the, the route uh, near Afghanistan, we had a very strong uh, west wind. And uh, yeah, we 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 flew two days with uh, a freight condition, uh, maybe if maybe uh, 40 k kph uh, west wind uh, at 6,000 meters. Ooh. It was not good for flight. Yeah. But uh, when the wind was not too strong, it it was cool. It was uh, very very nice to fly in this area. If you did if you did have an emergency, um, like let's say you know you you uh, you you couldn't have flown off the Spantic and and Antoine is very sick. Um, what what did you yeah. have to communicate? What, what, did you have an inReach or did you have a satellite phone or yeah inReach inReach okay we had we had an inReach uh, two inReach one one each yeah. uh, so we we can. Send an SMS to our family, and uh, on the Spantic, we we send regularly SMS to my family and to Benoit because B Benoit um, send us uh, meteor okay. provision the forecast. Yep. But the meteor is very bad. Uh, the forecasts are very bad uh, in this country, and uh, we, when we when we leave for the Spantic, uh, the forecast uh, didn't uh, didn't said. Uh, the, the bad weather come uh, one one day later, mm. so it's very complicated to have a good forecast. And we we flew uh, every day uh, when like that. Uh, oh, today it's it look like it's good. No, yeah, no, no, not too strong wind. Okay, let's let's try and uh, we'll see. But uh, yeah, in which uh, was only for rescue and for. For me, it was two for my my wife and my daughter. My daughter was six months um, six months <gasps> uh, old uh, when yeah. Oh my god! So it was a bit complicated for my wife. <laughs> oh, oh! I feel she she's the real hero in this story, Damien. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> she she wow! What what an amazing woman! I, uh, hats off to her. That good for you. That's that's incredible. When you look when you look forward now, uh, you know I I went through this very interesting time after Alaska because it was something that I planned for years. Literally, it was six years. Something that I I really wanted to do, and I'd looked at and looked at all the maps and everything, and and then you do it. You know, you and Antoine, you go there and you do it and you complete it. Um, what yeah. was it like to be done and to come home and to, you know, to have that kind of, it, for me, I don't know if you know this word, it's like a void, you know, it's like, a, uh, you know, for so long, it's, it's, a, it's something you strive to do. It's like the X Alps, you know, you train and you train and you train and then you do the race and it's just amazing. And then it's done. And then, <laughs> and then it's done. <laughs> 
then then uh yes we 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 didn't prepare this, this expedition like you for uh several years uh before and uh we made a a, pre, pre, a route but it's it it was it was not a, a fixed route yeah. uh, it, it was just a you hope uh, it, it's like a eh, yeah. you hope it you yeah. hope it goes but it doesn't have to go when the weather was not good on on the direction of how how route we take on the right of on the left uh, uh if if the cloud uh, looks better on the south of of on the north uh, it's magical to to say said us uh, okay if if i land here no problem i have food i have water uh, if this mountain is better than this one i so i go on this one mm, mm. Uh, we yeah we it was we, open. we are we were not fixed on one one objective uh one only objective uh and we we did uh, some uh, extra extra route uh uh, when when the weather said us uh, it's better on the north or on the south, yeah, the route was prepared, 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 yeah, but not uh, not fixed, right? Not uh, right. I understand. Yeah, you you had an idea of what you wanted to do, but you could you could do you could follow the weather. You could dict you could the the weather would dictate what you would end up doing. What about you know when, when you're done, um, when you've completed something, you know when you've when you've had uh, you know something that's so intense and so beautiful and you know hard yeah. and good flying and I'm, I'm sure you know you developed a, a great friendship with Antoine and there's a there's a bond there, but then it's done and for me that's that when it's done it's always kind of difficult to maybe get back yeah, into the swing of life i understand yeah uh it's true and uh, for me when i'm coming back it, for me it was a mistake i think i um, i spend only one week at home and i uh, i leave immediate, immediately for pwc competition in the bulgaria and in turkey and it was too much i uh, i i I went to this competition because I, I booked all the all the stuff, all the uh, um, flight ticket and the registration before, so I was uh, forced to to go. But uh, it was too much, and uh, I I was not uh, my mind was not in the competition. Uh, I was uh, in in Pakistan, uh, <laughs> so uh, I I I was not performance of, of this competition i live alone again my wife and my daughter it uh, it was difficult for me and uh, after i when i i think back to to that i um, i think uh, it was a mistake to to do to participate to this to compete to this uh, race mm -hmm. and uh, uh well, yeah yeah the the normal life and the well the transition was not uh, easy, and uh, I think it was too too early to to fly uh, with my race race wing and uh, and to leave my family uh, and um, again. Mm -hmm. And uh, for the for my my job, yeah, it was different to to going back to my job my uh, uh, every days, but 
um, during uh, two months, uh, we called uh, every day with Antoine for reading articles uh, um, to for um, uh, for the pictures on the Photoshop of uh, Lightroom for uh, made made a good good pictures and, and uh, try to to think about a movie. So uh, we my mind was uh, occupied by that <laughs> and uh, yeah the, the autumn is uh, is faster uh, quickly. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, Damien, I I uh, want to be mindful of your time and just a great talk. I'm imagining it all. And I encourage all of you who are listening to, uh, I'll have the, the links to the, the three articles that Damien wrote. The pictures are just unbelievable. Uh, just awesome photography. You guys did a great job documenting it. I can share with you uh, some uh... Uh, clip movie short short clip of uh, big thermals or flight above balto i don't know if you see ever see it yeah i know i saw uh, a but... couple of them and I, I i spent a lot of time on your facebook page and, and and looked at some of those that would be that would be terrific um so i'll i'll have i'll have all of that in the show notes yeah uh, for for all the listeners to look at but one one final question damien uh what's next and what's next? I don't know. Uh, I would like at the beginning. I would like to to participate to next Exalp, but it's not possible. So for next year, I think uh, I want to to try to to do some uh, more competition, international competition, PWC, PWC, and. Uh, I I don't plan any expedition for next year. Mm. I think maybe some uh, I can fly comp in Europe. Uh, and uh, if I'm still motivated or night long, we'll see for um, the next exalp in uh, 2021. 20, uh, I don't know, but uh, for 1991, uh, sorry, 2019, uh, only competitions. Damien, I, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Uh, this was this was a blast, and uh, it took us a while to get the the right connection, but we finally did. So thank you so much, and uh, good luck to you. And I, I hope to see you uh, soon. And we'll, I'm sure I'll see you at some PWCs. Uh, maybe not this year because it's the next Alps year, but uh, but but soon. So, uh, but we'll talk soon. Thank you, Gavin. I hope you enjoyed that, man. That inspires me to uh, do some bigger and better things. Uh, very, very cool story. Uh, if you're getting something out of the cloud-based mayhem, there are many ways you can support it. You can support it directly, uh, financially. Uh, if you go to cloudbasedmayhem.com, you'll find the links to do that as a one-time deal through PayPal. Or uh, you can set it and forget it through Patreon uh, on patreon.com forward slash cloud-based mayhem. You know, again, you'll find the links to that on the website. And we also accept crypto, kind of a new thing, which is kind of fun. But uh through Patreon, you'll be rewarded for for contributing. Um, you're, you're on, you only pay when we put out content, so it's all on us. And you've probably heard my spiels in the past. We just are not funding this through sponsorship. We're going direct because I feel like that's just a more authentic way to go. And uh, you'll hear some in some of the past episodes. You'll hear why 
more about why I think that's the best way to do things. But anyway, but if you can't support us financially, I totally understand. Uh, and there are other ways you can do it. You can give us a rating on iTunes or Stitcher or however you listen to your podcast, however you get them. Uh, you can blog about it on your own website. You can share it on social media, which is really big on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or however you like to get your social media. You can talk about it on the way up to launch. What this is all about is just spreading information and knowledge to try to help all of us be safer and better pilots and help our community. So thanks for the love. We appreciate it. Happy holidays. See you on the next show. Cheers. Cheers.